Podcast. 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 Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back. Two fanboys in a filthy casual back at you once again. As usual, this is Dennis. This is... Sorry. This is Harold. And unusually, this is Krisha. Yes. Uh, for those people who are big fans of our... Um, after like a, an hour and a half of being in this this room with four people yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it gets a little but yes Kersha is here yeah. with us um lewis is not here with us today uh we have finally done it we've <laughs> finally kicked him out Got rid of him and finally got and, and placed Kersha as our third host here. So welcome, Kersha. How Thanks. are you doing today? Good. It's it's a big day today. I know. It, <laughs> it's 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 a, a a joyous day that we've all been looking forward to. It's the coronation. Oh well, thank you. I, I you didn't have to bring a cake and hang a banner. This is this is way too much. Yeah, we did. I mean, look, this is something we've been working hard for. I can see. You know, so um, as you can see, we crossed out Lewis's face in our our logo. For Finally, and I mean, Kersha is still uh, wearing the same, you know, Indiana Jones hat that uh, that that Lewis is wearing. We do but... have similar styles, so <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, um, you know, let's start today with a little bit of poopery. Um, Kersha, who you know, um, of, uh, if you are again a fan of the Dorcas uh, uh, timeline, we got introduced to the world of BTS and. Um, we were inaugurated and kind of introduced to the life of ARMY. Um, well, the ARMY, actually. No, no, just ARMY. Just ARMY? Just Army? Okay, you got just it right. it. You got Okay, it right. of ARMY. Um, and, you know, again, um, thank you, Kersha, for introducing us. But just recently, I realized, I've, I've, I found out that BTS had, like, a huge, like, concert. Yes. And based on our... Uh, uh, Facebook and all those things. I pieced together that possibly that were you in that concert. I was there. I was there on the fourth day. They had four concerts total at SoFi Stadium. So this, <clears throat> the new stadium. Whoa, where... whoa, whoa! So not only do you have BTS, but you actually went to SoFi Stadium. Yes. Oh wow! Okay, okay. Well, two uh, two lose. reviews in a <laughs> row here. We lost already. I know, man. You can't. Who needs Lewis at this point? <laughs> Lewis, who? <laughs> <laughs> No, it was. I went the fourth night, the last night they were there. It was, it, it was electric, right? Um, I don't know if you've ever seen footage of a BTS concert, but um, a majority of the fans have what is called. I showed it to you. Yeah, yes, uh, it, that, that was going to be my question. Yeah, did you get to use it? I got to use my army bomb. So every uh, they have oh, a, I was a say light grenade, stick. right? <laughs> yeah, army bomb. Um, so it's like a light stick that's. Uh, uh, hooked up a uh, Bluetooth with um you know someone in at the at the you know at the controls the tech guy and um you sign into an app you uh, type in your seat number and everything is programmed so all the light sticks all the army bombs are connected so it's so we're all interacting with the music with the guys performing so it's a whole it's a whole encompassing thing. It was amazing. Like I can't, I can't stress enough how, how it, it was just a lot. It was a big event. We got there very early. There were some, we we heard some 
some things about like security was bad the first night you know they're just uh you know working out the kinks it was bad the first night so to um bypass that we tried to get there early and there was a whole event outside the the um the stadium so mcdonald's was there they were giving out free french fries mcdonald's was a sponsor there were merch tables there were a lot of fans and picture spots giveaways everyone was just there and like excited to be there because this was like their it, this was bts's first concert in two years right because of the pandemic they had to cancel a major tour so everyone was just excited and you can just like feel you can feel it around the stadium now it, is it is it ju- it just so happened the schedule was here in la or was, was there like a cancellation like why considering that bts is such a global you know group and such a huge hit um you know i'm i'm kind of curious why they chose you know la to be the, the the first step on their like tour yeah i wonder why too well they haven't announced any other cities yet except for seoul they said march 2022 but the details aren't even out they, so is it just los angeles it was just la the four shows in la and that's the only thing and that's why it was so major so we had a lot of fans like flew out from wherever they're from you know to come to la to come see the show um but i think i mean First of all, like Los Angeles, our COVID count, our, you know, our, our rate of vaccinations, it's pretty much, it's pretty high yeah. considering the rest of the, the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that had a big part to do with it. Um, they were also here, they performed at the American Mu- American Music Awards a few weeks, a few weeks ago. So like a week before the actual concert, they were already here. Mm. Um, they performed there. They won Artist of the Year. The, BTS won Artist of the Year at the American <laughs> Music Awards. Like this is like so. It's mind blowing how how I don't know. It's just amazing how you're just seeing them just be more widely accepted, and it's exciting. It's, it's exciting to be a fan because we get just so proud of them. You know, I'm just uh, so proud. So how was the experience? Like you know, it's. It, 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 I always think of like huge concerts like that where it's like tens of thousands of people and there's only like a handful of people in a, in a small stage. Like how was the experience, um, you know, listening and watching them um, uh, and having that many people just like um, they're watching? Right. Um, they've had a giant LED screen, like a big screen. So it just it just brought it just made everything seem a little closer than they actually were um there was a, a part in the concert where they went on um what do you call it? a scissor lifts right and then they like went around like uh, the perimeter not the perimeter but a little uh, they went around the stadium and were you know waving um but it like didn't matter because you get to see them everyone is singing everyone is connected by the light sticks um and what and going in, I knew that it was going to be a great show. Like, it's expected. They're performers. That's what they do best. You know, they haven't done it in a couple of years. So there was just, like, a lot of energy. Um, but what surprised me the most was the diversity in the crowd. Everyone, everyone you could imagine was there. Men, women, um, young, old. I saw, like, the lady in front of me was this old, like, white lady. She had a walker, and she was 
cheering and she had like the t-shirt she she was ready i was so like to see everyone just being there and from all did, different walks of life did the walker have a light grenade on it <laughs> no, like every it time she shifts she, it to the side no just stickers was her tennis balls made of light grenades <laughs> i wish they were just like scraping on the ground but like lighting up to the song that okay. would have been great i know this is a dumb question but were there some rebels who were like i'm not gonna sign into the app so I throw off the light count or whatever. Oh, I don't know. And I, I feel like because from the everyone... videos I've seen, it's like every light looked exactly the same with the color at the same time. Oh, really? Yeah. Because mm. I've seen videos of like not overhead, but like people yeah. sitting in the top of the stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not like I was actively looking for these things, but they just <laughs> happen to show up on like every social media thing. Yep. Mm, and maybe, maybe just like the camera, but there, there was like different colors going on. You know, like sometimes it would dim when the songs would get slower and like you know just uh, it was it was such an experience and uh. and it, it's funny when you when you talked about the uh the, that light stick um you know the, the bomb mm-hmm. okay um it you know when you mentioned it like i i was trying to figure i was trying to picture in my head but hearing you think about it and thinking about the possibilities of something like that it's just really cool because you know, like you said, you get to be involved. You mm-hmm. get to be a part of it, and something is happening that, in your particular area, it's 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 so cool. But um, the other thing, though, is that you just mentioned the variety. Uh, it just so happened on Saturday, um, I was part of a like I was invited to a birthday party of, I think she's like over sixty already. Mm-hmm. I want to say she's like in, in her sixties already, and um, you know, like we were we we were joking, or like my wife and I were joking. What should we get her? He goes, oh, you know, we should, you know, everybody loves BTS now. We should get like a <laughs> BTS thing, and it, it it was as a joke. This sixty-something-year-old Filipina woman, uh, you know, as as she started getting receiving her presents. It was everything BTS. Oh my god! It was amazing. It was like, and like, and it wasn't a joke. Like, like all the other like older Filipino women around her, when they saw what she was getting, was so jealous. Oh. She was like, "Oh, I've always wanted. Oh, that's so cool." So, I mean, you're right. It's, it. I mean, no wonder they won the the, the that award because. They're transcending every single yes. culture, and they're transcending every single, you know, uh, like age group. It's amazing. Like I think the only the only person that does not like BTS yet is my daughter, which I'm okay with, um, <laughs> just because so that she's not like you know, um, crooning over like, uh, like a, a bunch of guys. But I mean, I'm pretty sure that's just years for, you know years away. But yeah, but um, I have a amazing. question, Krish. Yes, a lot of the things I heard about the concert was. That the guy, the members are going like you mentioned before that they were deferred from joining the military, right? Uh, they put. Uh, uh, let me remember. They didn't defer, so they are never gonna go. They're just like post- postponing yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. So is this thing that I heard is that this is their last concert before a bunch of them get signed into the military? It's possible. It's possible. It's menudo because over here. currently I know because currently the Korean law and they moved it. I, I mentioned this last time. Like they have to enlist by the time they turn thirty, and one of the members just turned thirty, so he has to. He has to um, by you know this upcoming year. He has to enlist unless the law changes and they're exempt. 
the BTS rule. Yeah. Well, they, I don't know. It's, I mean, because a lot of the people, I know I'm getting everything from internet hearsay because I, obviously I wasn't there. Um, I couldn't afford it. But the thing was like, they're making this a big special thing. A, because like you said, we're only, we're the only uh, city in, besides Korea, that's getting these concerts and we get four of them or we had four of them. Mm-hmm. And then B, that it's going to be the last one they're going to have for a long time because that, or at least as a whole, because maybe one of them or several of them are going to be thing in the military. So right. they're like, oh, this is a big deal because it's the last, like their last hurrah. It might be the last hurrah. Before coming back, like, you know, Jordan with four or five. It's gonna be like it's gonna be it's gonna look like um, in sync, and, and like minus voice Justin Timberlake. Oh, Ooh. it's just gonna be headlined by JC or whoever their version of JC is. I don't know which one. It's gonna be Menudo without um, Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. Oh. <laughs> You're like, who is that? <laughs> we'll see though. They were just nominated for a Grammy, and apparently, so. To be exempt from the military in Korea, it it happens. It's mm-hmm. not like a strange thing. Like a lot of like uh, uh, Olympians get exempted, right? A lot of like uh, classical musicians get exempted. So I don't know. There's I'm I'm hearing that if they win a Grammy, because Grammy is like uh, the Grammys is like a prestigious award all, all over the world. Um, that they might be exempt, but not, I, not the AMA, but not the AMA. Grammy, but the yeah. Grammy. It's like the the uh, what do you call it? The Critics' Choice Award yeah. to the to the it's Oscars. The Kids Choice Award. <laughs> oh, you know who I got? You know who was exempted from joining the military, though, right? Mm. Dehan. Really? He was yeah. of all the people to be. <laughs> but you have to say like you know how a coach says it. Oh no! Are how we bringing up best of the best again? <laughs> Dehan. <laughs> It's all we know about Korea. <laughs> all I know is that when they when they get recruited for it, they have to chop um, uh, trees in the cold, in the snow, in no the snow. <laughs> That's what I know. Yeah. Although that should be the next music video of BTS. I would watch that. Like, I would watch that. In the show, chops. no shirts. If that was their concert, I would be there. Like, I would. I would have bought like. The, I saw bootleg tickets going in the thousands of dollars. Oh yeah, it's. It, I've, not bootleg tickets but but like a resale yeah yeah, yeah. and just I mean people were saying that it was like a giant equivalent of Coachella or like you know the resale the resale market on Coachella is always like you know uh, 300% sure. or whatever ridiculous and this yeah. thing was going for that and that's cool that you were there that you didn't have well, I hope you didn't I have didn't to have extra. to no I waited in line I it was okay how was the ticketing process okay because <laughs> that's what I'm more I'm not more curious about but I'm very curious about how we can get I, I mean this might take a long time Do but you? okay we'll see how this mm. goes okay so Lewis isn't here so we're good okay. <laughs> sorry Lou we keep bombing on you this is more interesting than him <laughs> oh, oh Lewis. Love you, Lewis we love you buddy um okay so the ticketing sorry sorry Lewis's, Lewis's wife <laughs> <laughs> I love like your monotone like sorry um, she listens to us. Well, okay, so the ticketing process. So everyone, so they had a they had tickets sold for the concert that was canceled last year. So everyone who had tickets to that concert that was canceled had a like a priority access code for a presale. Um, and then so that was one day. 
pre-sale then the next day pre-sale where it was army membership so everyone who has an army membership paid for you know like their fan club oh, okay i was like a fan club membership you get another pre-sale code and so that was another day it's like oh my god they're honoring the veterans oh yeah i know they love they love see Na- they love the military Navy gets screwed but army <laughs> yeah <laughs> as usual the air force gets nothing yeah Coast Guard gets pooped oh, on. nothing. Um, there is a lake outside SoFi. That's where the Coast Guard is. There you go. There you it's go. like a little water feature. Um, okay, so there's a, a couple pre-sale, and then it goes to um, general admission, but the tickets were sold by the time it got to general admission. So if you weren't, if you didn't have tickets from the last concert um, and didn't get the pre-sale code, and if you didn't get the Army membership code, then you weren't gonna get tickets. And which one did you have? I have the army membership. Okay, wow. I'm curiously how much is that? The the membership? Uh, twenty two dollars or something like that a for month? the year. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I was gonna say like twenty two bucks a month. <laughs> oh, chump change. <laughs> Anything for BTS? No, it's twenty two a year, and I mean it goes up from there. Like you can get if you if you pay more, you get like a, a quarterly gift. It's it looks pretty cool, but no, I just have the basic and, membership. But but you paid twenty two bucks and you were able to get into yeah the concert. It took so forever. Money well worth it, <laughs> yeah. I guess. It was worth it. How long but, was the wait? Uh, I was in. So there's the waiting room, right? And then you wait to get into the buy the tickets. So waiting room, we signed on an hour before tickets were sold. So that's already an hour, and maybe like thirty minutes oh, in wow. like okay. waiting in the actual. Ticket queue before we can choose and pay for our tickets. Yeah, that's not, that is not bad at all. Not like Comic Con bad, but yeah. So you're so, so but so after this, the next one is going to be Korea. You said right? They they announced it March twenty two. But they haven't. They haven't. Um, the tickets haven't gone out yet. No tickets have been sold. No, not even the oh, actual date. So, so you're saying it's not sold out yet? Not yet. Sold. So I got it. Yeah. Sold out. That is. <laughs> Thank you, Harold. No problem. I got you. I was like, no. I just said they haven't sold it. Oh, got it. Got it. Curtis was like, yes. Yes, dummy. I just said that. Yeah, I told I you the tickets haven't gone on. Oh, don't even know that. Oh, I'm the dummy. I'm the dummy. A quick question about SoFi. Um, as someone who used to work next door to where the SoFi Stadium Aww. is, um, how was it? I still have yet to go. I... I'm still over, like literally tomorrow. By the time we're recording this, tomorrow is my first big Ooh. like public uh, gathering. Yeah, outing. Outing, like in any like besides Vegas, where we thought we were gonna die every five seconds. But um, so I was curious to see like you know what your experience is, mainly because you know you are not a sports fanatic or no person who would probably end up at SoFi besides for a concert. No, right. I've never been to a professional foot like an NFL game. Um but SoFi is great. Um all the seats were you know all the, and going there for a concert it was great. Like every, the seats were very like not there wasn't a bad seat is what I'm trying to say. Um and also they have an infinity screen. So oh, yeah, at I the top you. of the you know at the top of the stadium there's just like a like a loop yeah. that's just a LED screen. So that was kind of cool. It wasn't on for the actual show, but they had it on for oh. the pre-show. It was still pretty cool. And um, then um, did they, I know we're just being into technicalities here, but <laughs> did they ask you for like Vax cards or make we you had, wear actually, masks? Okay. So I was at SoFi twice last week, one day for the concert 
that was Thursday, but on the Tuesday before that, um, the merch booth opened. They had a couple days where when there weren't any concerts happening, but they had the merch like store open. So I went there um, with Amy, my BTST. I've mentioned her before. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we went to SoFi and uh, uh, I forgot what you asked me. What did you ask me? <laughs> I got excited about the merch. <laughs> I actually want to know the, the, about the merch store here. Oh yeah. Like what were some? Of, I mean, obviously. I mean, t-shirts. Yeah. Everything. Lots um, of hair. <laughs> no. Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I was just asking if, like, how are they uh, their standards in like terms? Oh, of... oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we went to the merch merch day, the merch store, they had um, a lot of SoFi employees who had like big question mark, like they had a big like question mark sign. So you knew where to go if you had a question. Right. Um, and they were, they were checking IDs, vax cards and giving everyone who was going to the concerts, um, bracelets, like, uh, you know, no. So they know when we show up at the concert that we were already checked. It was just like, so, so it was cool. I, everyone was, I mean, everyone had an orange bracelet so and so once as long as you have that you guys didn't have to wear a mask or anything right oh i we wore masks. Oh, you, you have to wear a mask. mask oh you still have to wear a mask okay yeah because it's be still indoors too. where are you going the crypt keeper oh yeah you're going to the crypt <laughs> crypt crypt crypto.com yeah still, still staple terrible. center i'm going to staple center tomorrow <laughs> damn it. always forever gonna be the staple center oh yeah I've been to Staples Center more than I've been to Staples. So, you know. You know what? You're absolutely correct. <laughs> I've been to Staples Center twice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's like a Staples near where my sister used to live, and I used to be like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah, you don't need to go to a Staples. There's an Office Depot. That's exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Office Depot is uh, so much better than. Yeah. yeah I want to go to the Dunder Mifflin uh, Center because they sell paper. Yeah. It's like a. Uh, it's, it's it's like when you when you have a choice of PetSmart or Petco. Like, What's a PetSmart? Exactly. Oh yeah, what, what, there's a PetSmart and a yeah, you're right. Yeah. Same thing. Well, Kurt, <laughs> thank you very much for being uh, on there on the front lines, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, really, really, you know, supporting the army at this point. Or sorry, supporting army. I'm I'm army. Yeah. I, if you guys realize this. Yeah. She has a card that says... I have a card. I have a number. It says Carmi. <laughs> I have an army bomb. I... Do you guys get ranked in the... No. No! Because that'd be cool. Uh, like, depending on how much you pay exactly like a captain. <laughs> like, are you a general? <laughs> I guess there's like an underlying hierarchy. Yeah. She's a private at this point. Yeah, I'm a she only paid, she I'm only a baby. Get, she only paid 22 bucks for the year, yeah. so that's a private. Exactly, baby I mean, army. But 22 bucks, 22 dollars to get into the biggest concert prem, like of this century probably. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't guaranteed. You still have to But like, still. But I you mean, had a like, better chance yeah. to, you know. That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. Oh, it Congrats. was it was amazing. Yeah. And I want more. I can't wait. I want, I want to see more shows. You got to go to Korea, I guess. Speaking of which, I just so everybody knows, we had um, the Dorkiest Timeline had a uh, our, our Korean barbecue, uh, um, like, end of the year mm -hmm. celebration. celebration. Yeah. And my house still smells like uh, Korean barbecue. It's it's, it's amazing. And it's, it was delicious. It was delicious. It was a night I won't ever forget. I'm, I'm still, I, I think I still have meat sweats from it. <laughs> 
Because, man, that was a ton of... I'm surprised we finished all that. I just like that you underestimated how much meat we were going to get. Yeah. Because we ignored them carbs. Yeah, carbs. We were like, rice? Rice? <laughs> Flip the table. <laughs> we think these are hush puppies at a station buffet? No. <laughs> By the way, tip if you guys don't know that. Avoid the carbs at a buffet. Yeah, don't eat that. Get more bang for your buck. Get your meat. Get more beef for your buck. Yes. Also at Korean barbecue. Yeah. Although, I don't know. There's something about rice with the Korean barbecue. You know what I do, though? The only reason I have rice or even rice paper is to dull the sauce. Mm. Like, in, okay, this, that's just me. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Like I, dull the sauce. So every time people are like, we ran out of rice a bit. You can have mine, but it's got a bunch of like Oh, I know. Sauce just, like it. you blot it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. It's, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it's like a pizza a napkin. Yeah, yeah. napkin. <laughs> so, so, by the way, um, I've, I've been watching a lot of Netflix lately. Um, like, um, I, I I introduced her Samurai Gourmet. We talked. I talked to you guys about that before. Uh-huh. It's so cute. But um, there's there's something called Pike's Spirits or something like that, and um, they they had an episode about soju and I forgot what their name is, but but basically uh, Korean barbecue. Um, and now I want to go to a place that um, has perilla leaves oh yeah like i don't know where like do you know of a place that, that, that you ha- can't get at the korean market well yeah you can but i'm saying like um oh that uh, unless, well, at a restaurant unless i want to make my house smell like a uh, korean mm. barbecue forever again you know I, I i because every single like twice now they, they've gone to a korean barbecue and that's what they do they they take perilla leaf they put the meats in there they put a, the banchan and they eat it and i'm like Okay, I'm missing out on something. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Is that like the mint leaf? Something like that. I've, like had, that leaf. I've, I've had that before. Yeah, so. Um, can't remember which one. It's one of those fancy ones. Ah, mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, the fancy ones. So it, it's not the 1495 on a uh, no. t- Tuesday night I special? <laughs> like, uh, what's the one in downtown? Cast? Not Cast. What's it? It looks all busted. And the floor reeks of... Uh, 20 years of just grease that has never been cleaned up. Oh, no. I don't so, know. So it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah, that okay. sounds yeah. good. But they only have one meat, but you can eat as much of it oh, as you Oh, really? I can't remember which meat it is. <laughs> it's, it's It doesn't matter. It's random. <laughs> yeah, it's for whatever day it is. It's just like, I guess we'll go with bulgogi today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, well, uh, thank you for that. And now I'm really hungry, and I want some Korean barbecues. It's maybe sometime this week stop by yeah let's do it oh well um but uh you know the the next topic that we're talking about today is actually something that kersha introduced to us and again if you are a listener of dorky's timeline uh the last episode that we had kersha kind of did a i think it's the last one yes uh, kersha Mm -hmm. did um you know kind of um questionnaires for us and and, and, uh, having us react to it and one of the things that kersha talked about was uh the trolley Dilemma from a show called The Good Place, yes. and um, Kersha or, or Harold had had talked about it before because as uh, as our listeners know, Harold is my guru when it comes to just like uh, Harold will tell me, oh, you know this uh, during uh, karaoke. Um, he also tells me, oh, mm. this is a good show uh, that, you, that you should watch, and it takes me a while to listen to Harold, but eventually I do listen to it. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is an example of it. Community is an example of it. Uh, still have not turned to Office yet. 
maybe who knows. But um, uh, Kersha also <laughs> introduced me the, the idea of the good place, and her question intrigued me enough <sighs> that I actually sat down and started watching um, the Good Place. Now, mind you, I've uh, if, um, you know I can't reveal to you what what I do and what I have to deal with. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't have much time, but. Um, I I hate to tell you that the moment I started watching that show, like I couldn't help but binge it. You know, mm-hmm. there were like sleepless nights that I had because <laughs> I just needed to. Yes. I needed to go through it, but it was pain and satisfaction because four four seasons, as you said, really short, really bingeable. But it at the same time, it it was too short and it was too bingeable for me. That next thing I know, it was already the the last episode. <gasps> oh. And I went through that as if it was like potato chips on a day that you're hungry, dude. <laughs> so um, the the the, uh, the next part of our episode is kind of a little, you know, we're not gonna review it or anything, but just kind of discussion on the good place. What makes the sh- what made the show so good? Um, and oh, the know, show was good. Uh, oh, I, I I really thought it was verdict a, is out. I mean, look. I, I went through, like, there were days where it would be, like, six episodes in a row, you know? So, a few years ago when I was saying, hey, guys, you should watch this show. It's about to end. Yeah. And um, you were like, nah. Now, if you if you replay what I just said, I told you that I it know. takes me a while to get to it. To listen to yeah. Harold. How, how long did it take for me to watch community? get to community, you know? True. Oh, a decade? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in, 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 like, 2013. Exactly. But, like, okay, so... Before we go into the discussion, imagine what you just binged through, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine if you had binged through that live during the time when it came out. Is it one of the greatest series you've ever seen? Yes. Um, I, th- I I would not put it... I, 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 I don't think it's better than Brooklyn Nine-Nine, just because um, it's completely different yes. genre, and it's unfair to to do to do it that way. Um, that would... Um, but... Um, the i mean how can you make a show and make philosophy and philosophers relevant mm-hmm. and funny at the same time the you know um i forget the the guy's name the the the, the person who Chidi. made it no the person who oh. made it oh michael um, sure sure oh the Shor? person who made it michael yeah. sure yeah sure um you know like genius that you're able to get you know i mean if you think about it she, how, how often did Chidi in that show like lecture of, of, of with the most like boring and the most like driest like definitions of philosophy but you know like what what you start realizing is that you he, they take that and then they build not mm-hmm. just the episode but they build the whole show and you know i i think it's genius in its own way um, is it funnier than other shows? I don't think so, um, but is it uh, you know is it a great show? I think it's I think it's one of the best shows I've had to the point where I think I, I'm already in my second rewatch. Oh wow! Um, and I, I I bought a book yeah. based on <laughs> based on it because um, it's I I really enjoy the I really enjoy, enjoy the show. But one of the reasons why I really enjoy the show is uh, you know just a quick background. I'm a teacher. Um, and um, as a teacher, one of the things I've taught is, you know, um, humanity and um, 
and morals and everything. And it's funny now. I'm like, man, I should have been. I should have used this show to teach because, mm -hmm. like, there were so many episodes that you could just. I mean, you can't show the trolley uh, dilemma. I mean, you, know? <laughs> you could. I mean, yeah. You so much blood. There's so much blood. So much blood. <laughs> the gun in my mouth. <laughs> Oh man! But yeah. so this is what I was explaining. Oh, by the way, this is a fun thing that I try to do when watching The Good Place and then watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Is you see, it's made by the same production company, right? So at the very end of Brooklyn Nine Nine, it'll show the production company, it which says is Fremulon, right? <laughs> but when you see the end of The Good Place and you see the Fremulon thing, don't you expect? Yes. And that, by the way, the, vo the voice of Fremulon is uh, Nick Offerman or uh, oh, really? Ron, Ron Swanson. And it's, it's like, Fremulon. And then every time I see it at a good place, I'm like, nope, it's not no, there. No. It, it doesn't say it. It doesn't say it. Yeah. He doesn't say not a doctor. But... No. Yeah. So, like I was explaining to Dennis before, I, I don't know if I've explained it to a lot of people. No, people just kind of just know. Um, my favorite TV show of all time is Parks and Rec. The mm -hmm. two executive producers are Parks and Rec are Michael Shore and Dan Gore. Michael Shore, for people who don't know, he was uh, Dwight's cousin. In in the office, he was Moe's? He's Moe's. Oh my god! And then uh, that's why he ended up being a producer on the office. And then so they're like, "Oh, here's a show for yourself. Make it." And he made Parks and Rec. So those two guys, then they split, but they kept the same production company. And at the same time, they produced Brooklyn Nine Nine and The Good Place. And I was like, "A, coming from my favorite show of all time, and now you guys are producing your own different mm -hmm. things. It's gonna be a little bit different. Like the heart of." The Good Place is more in tune with the heart of Parks and Rec, but the silliness of like The Office is kind of where Brooklyn Nine-Nine mm -hmm. is. So it's like you get that that nice dichotomy of like like Dennis said, two completely different comedies, but both comedies that made me laugh out loud. And then when they had their moments, they almost made me cry. Yeah. Like if I was more sensitive, I probably would have. Yeah, but if like, you had feelings. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm an autonomous robot. <laughs> Not a robot. <laughs> <laughs> You set me up for that. Not a that. girl. <laughs> Not a girl. So you enjoyed the show. I, I, tremendously. Um, like I love it. When me, okay, people, we're not going to spoil it because obviously there's a big spoiler in the whole show. Um, and we asked Dennis to do it, but he didn't do it. Um, oh, yeah. Ending of season one. I, I, I think I, I, I told you guys this. I didn't suspect that it was going to happen. But I had a feeling it was because like there was I I remember after like the third or fourth episode I I I I messaged you guys and one of the things that I said was you know that it just didn't feel right and there was something about it that didn't feel right and but at the same time I was like oh well it, it, my reasoning was oh it's it's just because it's a comedy you know you have to have mm -hmm. that comedic aspect of it so you can't have the perfect. You know, right. you know, but the, 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 he can't have perfection, so it's still going to be there. But when the 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 big reveal happened, and um, you know, um, uh, she she she's uh, she uh, she said it, it made so much sense to me at that point. Again, I'm not going to say I knew it. I'm not going to say that I I predicted it. But there was like it was they created it so well that when the big reveal happened i could not complain about it yeah because it made so much sense yeah you know and it made like i'm glad that that was the case 
because I don't think they would have been able to make the show. Uh, the, the show couldn't have, uh, couldn't have gone further. I mean, maybe, but the show couldn't have been as good as it was without that 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 turn right. at, at the end of season one. I just think I've always found it interesting that with that big turn, I thought that the series would be over because I thought there was no way they could come back. And then oh. they made it so much better. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the first season is really good. Maybe one of the best first seasons of mm-hmm. a TV show. Yeah, solid. And it's crazy that it's only four seasons. And the progression that you get in each individual season, it blows my mind that they were able to do all of pack that whole story yeah. into four seasons. Yeah. Well, the, the not just not just pack the story, but it's one of the few shows where they're actually able to take a look at each an individual character. And actually, as the years go by, even even um, um, is it Jason, mm-hmm. e- even Jason, you know, even though he still remains the same person, you see progression yeah. in who he is in his in, in his in his character. He develops. It's still the same goofy guy, but at the end, when you know the fourth <laughs> season, and um, when when his his uh, when his ending the, you know his time his, yeah I, not to reveal anything but w- you know w- when it was his time to to leave the show you know you were like that's as good as you can get to try to create a character so, that was so inept and so um you know so terrible yeah. yeah that you can make him, you know, uh, it, 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 it seemed almost impossible for him to become who he became in the end. Yeah. And without making him smart or without mm-hmm. making him, like, you know, uh, I, like my biggest fear was that with all the time that they had that he was going to become like, you know, he was going to study, he was going to be like go to school. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> and, but no, he still remained true to who, who he was. Yeah. You know, but I, I agree though, H, that... Um, it could have been the end. In fact, I would have finished the show a lot sooner, maybe a couple days sooner. But when the third, either the third or fourth season, um, when the the big erase the the mind the mind wipe, it mm-hmm. was the end of the third season, right? Mm. I don't know. But the mind wipe, yeah. Um, for um, and spoiler alert. Uh, for for Chidi, oh okay. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Season three. Yeah, it's the end of season three. When, when... Oh, the paper, right? Uh, yeah. oh. No, 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 no. No. So, um, in the end of season three, um, where, look, if you've never watched this, <laughs> it's really difficult. So, it's spoiler exploded. alert. We're gonna try not to spoil it too much, but um, in in uh, near the, like at uh, the end of season three. Um, they're able, they're trying to figure out a way to fix things, and they realized that the way to do that was to erase Chidi's mind. Right, right. And I, t- I could, I, 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 I'm telling you, I could not finish that first episode. Like it took mm. me like a couple of days because I was so invested in the the the, the shipping of those two. Yo, yeah. Because like from the I, you know first message I told you, like I, I was I would have been pissed off if at a certain point. Like those two, like when they introduced the um, when they introduced the 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 the, the, the psychologist, 
that, that did the MRI, I was so pissed off. <laughs> I was like, son of a... Oh, yeah. I was like, no, this is not going to happen. <laughs> That's what the show makes you do, yeah. man. I know. Shell strop forever, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, here's... You know how people love to create controversies out of the dumbest things, right? Yes. You hear one of the like, controversies... Like the way we got rid of Lewis. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Well, it's not that dumb. But... <laughs> Do you hear one of the controversies about this show in particular? Mm-mm. It's nearly perfect, right? Like, there's nearly nothing super controversial about anything. Yeah, no the controversy was, did they make the only character to be on the show to be the idiot? Did it have to be an Asian guy? Oh. Mm. Of course, that's what they did. Yeah. But it also, like, in a way, I was thinking about this. It also broke the model minority myth. Oh. Right. Because we're not just and I say we because as an Asian American person, um, you know, we're always portrayed as something, you know, uh, the nerd or, you know, someone who's very like cold or, you know, who doesn't have any feelings, who knows how, I don't know, whatever stereotypes are out there. Right. Martial arts, whatever. Um, But I love Jason's character and also the characters in Jason's world, like Donkey Doug, like, you know, like... Um, uh, your friends. <laughs> yeah, Donkey. I was like, Donkey Doug yeah. is your friend, right? Oh, yeah, Mitch. Me and Mitch go way back to last By year. By the way, uh, Krisha does hang out with Donkey Doug. Shut up. I did. I hung out. She did yeah. a stream with him I a couple I did a stream with Earl on Earl's... Oh. It was for Earl. Yeah, we and we met over... Anyway, yeah, we met over like during the pandemic when Earl was doing Twitch streams and we were playing Jackbox and then Mitch would just join. So I met him online and we would just play games. And then that was the the cooking show with Earl. That was the first time I saw Mitch in like real life. He did come to a Room to Improv show once. But, uh, you can erase all of this. <laughs> it's not important. But going back to the people in Jason's world, like they were all like silly. They were, you know, there was a 60 person dance crew, you know, like we, I kind of like dance, broke. Dance resolution. <laughs> dance, dance resolution. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. But it kind of like showed us in a different light because we're not, ju- we're all of that. We're not just nerds. We're not just people in a dance crew. We can be everything. And, I, that's why I think I love Jason's character the most. And uh, unlike Shang Shang Chi, he actually got to sleep with with you know the hot girl, with the hot girl, yeah. and tried to figure out a not way a girl? to <laughs> sleep with not a girl. Yeah. <laughs> also, proudly Filipino, yes. like oh. very extremely proudly <laughs> Filipino. <laughs> like just the fact, like that, that's why the, I, the I, good place is racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, but at the same time, he's still a good dancer. So, you know, there's you I got mean, that stereotype. Yeah. Chris being the good dancer out of the four of us here. I don't well, know. Harold, I've seen you dance. Uh, it's not that great. <laughs> I've seen me dance too. It's he, not. He's more of a singer. Um, oh, yeah. Harold I'm, is I'm crappy at both of them. So, yeah. But worth the, like, if you would give a recommendation to anybody who's interested in hearing about the show, what would you say? Um, You need to watch it. Yeah. You know, it's... You, I, I can't see. It, it's unfair to call it a comedy because it, it is, it is a comedy. But, um, you know, Brooklyn Nine Nine is a comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what I've seen of The Office and you know is is a comedy. But this is really, 
and it kind of ties with what we're talking about later on it, it it at least for me and maybe i thought too much and i looked in too much too too much but it's introspection of who people are yeah inherently because, yeah because you know the basic premise of it is you know what is it that you do the the, the things that you do you know for the people who've never watched it you know, the, at the beginning, the basic premise is every single thing that you do, there's it's basically karma points. Mm -hmm. You know, there's value. You know, so if you do something, you get plus points. If not, you get negative negative points. And at the end of your life, if you have enough, you know, positive um, points, then you go you go to the good place. Which you know, uh, by the way, as a uh, religion nerd, uh, one of my favorite parts of it was um, Chidi was kind of talking about how. Um, it, it was a, a, the, the when he, they were talking about the point system, he he was talking about uh, it being a really Buddhist uh, way of thinking, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, See, I knew that Dennis it would appeal to Dennis's yeah. intellectual side. Oh, I'm so glad you liked it. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sad that it's over. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's... but again, twelve like what twelve episodes each each season. Yeah, it was there was no filler. At least I I, I didn't no. feel I didn't feel like there was any moment there where they were just trying to take up some time mm -hmm. just so that they can um, make up the quota. Yeah. You know, each one like it, it's surprising how season one progressed to the way it was mm -hmm. so quickly. Yeah, you know, and even season even episode one, you know, like um, it, it the, the all you know within like before the second before the second commercial break you already get the big twist. Of what the show is really is really about, and uh, I gotta tell you, it, it from that from the, that on, um, and the fact that I didn't realize how much I like Christian Bell. <laughs> Whoa! Like, was... look, I don't know anything uh, aside from uh, uh, aside from being Anna in um, <laughs> in in um, oh, Frozen. I've never really seen her in anything else. She's uh, and, uh, you, Sarah you... Marshall. <laughs> Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. Did you okay. forget Sarah Marshall? Fine. Oh, yes, you're right. You're, 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 right. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. But aside from that, <laughs> that's all we really needed. Exactly. Okay. I'll, but I'll yeah, give you like, that. like like Dennis said, it was one of those like cultural things where like she was on fire that whole time because it's yeah. like, hey, let's go from Frozen being the biggest movie of almost biggest anime movie of all time, mm -hmm. and then let's put her on the show, and then it's like you see a different version of her on the show. Yeah. She did a quick. Uh, like a quick, she has like a, a cameo on a couple of episodes of Parks and Rec, and I was like, dude, she needs to be a comedic actress because yeah, yeah, she's yeah. really good. Like she's so straight, straight laced about things, but then the way she plays herself here, like she's like you know kind of admitting she's kind of good looking and that kind of stuff, but at the same time being you know humbled in the fact that she's in the presence of you know Tahani all the time. So, <laughs> oh Tahani, <laughs> oh. it's I mean, yeah, that's one of the shows where. As soon as I heard the heard the buzz about the first episode, I was like, "Okay, I should check this out." Like yeah. it was on Hulu at the time, and I was just like, "Dude, I'm hooked." Yeah. And then I hated it that it was like a weekly thing, so I had to wait and be like, and I was never home to like I DVR'd it, but I was never home to watch yeah. the DVR, so I was like, oh, "I just gotta watch it the next day on Hulu and stuff." But yeah, highest recommendation for me. Yeah, same. I wasn't even a big fan of Kristen Bell until The Good Place. Like, yeah, Sarah Mar Marshall is great. Yeah. I didn't watch that TV show she was in. That Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, oh, that, that was, was my her? thing. Yeah. yeah. I never watched it. 
I'm surprised that's a that's a CW kind of. Yeah. I know. I, I have a big CW UPN guy. Yeah. Oh, UPN. The WB. Yeah. That's you. All that's the, all the iterations. All the shows that you and your wife watch. Did you see the? Tra- I'm sorry, the tangent. Sorry, this is not the podcast. But did you see the trailer of her new show, Kristen Bell's new show? It's a Netflix show. Mm. And it looks like a mystery, like a thriller. It's the the title is super long. It has like fifty prepositions. It's like the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Have you heard it? something like that? Something. Like... I want. This Why, to be you real. have to see the trailer. It I looks. Want this to be real. It's so it's real. It's on Netflix. <laughs> also, we'll watch it later. Chidi is on uh, that new show with Anna Kendrick. There's a new show. He's on. Yeah, on show? HBO. And he got nominated for a People's Choice Award. <gasps> really? So he got nominated for The Good Place, and then he got nominated for this one. Oh. So William Harper Jackson, I think is yes. his name? Yes, yeah. yes. Um, yeah. Good job. It, it is unfair that in a show like that, the only bad-looking person is Ted Danson. Like, <laughs> and he's still and he is and handsome. He's, and he's still handsome in those suits. Uh, rocking that bow tie like there's no tomorrow. Like, like uh, it's funny. Um, I, I have to tell you, one of the reasons why... I maybe it's I I I remember seeing the good place and not interested in it is because um, Netflix at a certain point was using a terrible image of Chidi <laughs> because I think it was um, it, maybe he was trying to show off his pecs but the or or maybe there was a tight shirt or anything like that <laughs> but it looked like he had like you know. Memory glands. <laughs> like I was trying to figure. Out, wait, is this show about like you know a guy that that that's supposed to be a woman? Yeah. It's like, oh, that's cool, I guess. But and so when you were trying to explain the show to me, like that, there's no connection. <laughs> with, that's the show. With, and then after I watched, oh, he's muscled. Yes. Ah. Muscled. <laughs> no one sees that coming. Yeah, and then Tani being Tahani, and then Jason. Like revealing his like his his body like yeah this is unfair I know his cheekbones alone can you hello yeah you can cut glass yeah yeah and he has like a super Filipino name <laughs> yeah and I'm like yeah that's about right <laughs> yeah when, when he said that that part in in the first ep- or one of the episodes where he's like um you know uh, it you know that it, oh it's not the first episode because. Hey. The reveal is in it later, but you know, it's like the you know that the that the, the good place is, is racist, you know that uh, they think I'm a uh, like Thai or something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. or Cambodian or something. What a Filipino! And I, I have to like stop. This better be real. Yes, this better be real. He, he better be Filipino. Manny Jacinto. Yeah, I think he's related to Joel. I don't know. I just assume anybody with the same last name Jacinto is like. Oh yeah, hey, Joel. I'm, Joel re- I'm related to oh, Joel Jacinto. Oh, <laughs> I was like, which? There's two Joel Jacintos. <laughs> Surprisingly, I know both of them. It's weird, but yeah. So yeah, I'm glad that oh, you know, know. I'm glad that for at, at as my record stands with Dennis, I am he is I am three for three. Wow. Well, the first one was Community. Yeah. Second one was Brooklyn Nine Nine, and then now y'all got three for three. Oh, pressure's <laughs> on yeah. for the Although next you, one. Although you you have been pushing, I, I'm gonna call of three for four. Because you've been pushing um, Parks and Rec, and I did try Parks and Rec. It's I just get, think you're, I just do, get you're doing it wrong. It's, yeah, you have to get past the first season. Yeah. Okay. So. If, you, if you literally start with, there's nothing in the in the first season in Parks and Rec that like lasts past. Well, mm. 
like just you, get past the first you, scene. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna completely skip the first. Yeah, because they even recap it in like if you watch it. Oh, it's only on Pacock. I, I have Pacock. All right. You have Pacock. I have yeah. Pacock. Um, By the way, I got a new phone, and they gave me pretty much every service now. So. I don't know why, but I have Paramount Plus. I mean, Dennis would appreciate oh, it. Oh, I have Paramount, Paramount Plus. The only reason I would dig in Paramount Plus is because the movies. Uh-huh. And the first movie I saw for my recommendation was Mean Girls. And I was like, this thing gets me already. It knows you. <laughs> I was like, there's no TV shows I really want to watch here, but Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Yeah. Hey, um, season four for Star Trek Discovery. Amazing. Okay. I, won't, I, I, won't. Would, I wouldn't recommend it for you because... It it's not for you. <laughs> See, at least we know. Like, I mean, you're honest and you get it. So that's what friendships about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not. I love the show and I'm addicted to it, but I'm not gonna put you through it. All right. Uh, okay. So a final thing that we kind of want to talk about is, you know, uh, one of the things that the Good Place is really known for, like I said, is about the dilemmas. You know, the moral dilemmas and. Um, the reason, again, I got so interested in it was Kurja teased me about, well, not just me, but teased us <laughs> about the the idea of the trolley. You know, you have a trolley that's barreling down, you know, the um, the the streets and, you know, the, the trolley is uh, about to hit a couple of, of people and you have an option to turn it so that it's only going to hit that one person. You know, and I remember you you mentioning it. And it was like, oh, it's not really that easy. But I, I got to tell you, that, that question kind of stuck with me, and that's the reason why I I, I wanted to watch it. Good. And one of the things that I did like from that show is that you know the 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 idea of moral dilemma of as a human being, how are we supposed to act? Right. You know, how are we supposed to behave? And so I was trying to figure out for our our podcast today. Um, is there a way for us to incorporate that concept of the mor- the moral dilemma and pop culture? You know, and so I kind of proposed that idea to you guys. Um, you know, it, can you think of any shows or any anything in pop culture that we could consider to be moral dilemma? And so the 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 um, the dilemma that I gave them today was I used Toy Story two. You know. Um, and at the same time, I kind of thought about it. That's also kind of the idea of Toy Story three, but the idea of immortality. You know that Woody, mm-hmm. that Woody uh, had a choice that he could have lived in. You know, um, he he was living in a uh, with the all the, the those toys that he would have been there that he would have been adored and and loved by like people who would be going through like a museum and and all these things and would have seen him. And he would have been there for generations upon generations, perfectly preserved and basically immortal. You know, even though technically those dolls <laughs> seem like they're immortal. But then um, he had a choice of either doing that or going home, living, you know, with his family, but knowing that he was not going to most likely last, and most likely he was not going. He was going to be forgotten at a certain point by his by his owner Andy. So um, I think that's the first question that I, I, I propose to you guys is uh, moral, moral, moral dilemma number one, I guess, is, you know, give it a choice, immortality, you know, the, the chance to be able to live forever or a finite existence here in this universe, but being able to enjoy time with friends and family, you know, um, you know, is this a moral, is, is this um, even a question for you guys? Is this something that... Um, is even um, um, you know um, 
a problem or um, or is this is, or do you have an answer for this uh, automatically <laughs> of course i have an answer and it's not to be immortal it's like do you want to be a vampire no well vampires are cool right and whatever well, de depends <laughs> is it is it the, the sparkly do vampire? i get to be gary oldman uh, maybe uh but I think with Immortality, and there's a really good song by a musician. His name is Jason Isbell, and he has a song called If We Were Vampires. Um, and the point of the song, and it's such a beautiful, like, sad, so, but beautiful song. And it, the point of the song is to appreciate the small things, right? To appreciate a hard day's work. To appreciate the scars on your body, right? As a vampire, you're not going to get those things, right? And you're not going to appreciate holding, holding someone's hand, you know, at you know after, you know, at, at the end of a long day, right? Everything will just become meaningless because you'll be, you know, you'll just move on to the next for the rest of your life. So, of course, I don't want to be immortal. Of course, I, I want to, I, I want to know that my life is finite so I can appreciate it, right? And it... Ugh, it's such a hard thing to discuss after like talking about like such lighthearted things, but ah! But how do you <laughs> how do you know though that if how do you know that you wouldn't be able to enjoy a, 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 an infinite an uh, in, in, in infinite life? I mean, it seems like we're stuck in this. Um, you know, maybe part of it is because we we because we know we are mortal we know that uh, we are finite then that that our mindset is, is is that but you know what if you know we are meant to be um be able to live longer than what the, what we have you know is there is is it worth discovering more is it, is it worth learning more is you know like if if you don't have to like you know the biggest problem right now is especially for me when i think about oh you know, ninety or a hundred. You know, mm -hmm. we see our we see relatives who are lucky enough to be able to live that long. You know, my my grandma. Um, you know, uh, God bless her. She passed away two years ago. Uh, she was already like in her mid nineties. Mm -hmm. You know, and part of me is always like, man, I wish, I wish I could enjoy. I, I wish I could live that long. But then I remember, and you know, not I'm not not that I'm making fun of or you know insulting my grandma, but I remember the last twenty, like fifteen years of her life was because of how old she was. She really couldn't do much. You know, mm -hmm. she was she was kind of bedridden. You know, so she was stuck in her home pretty much for the last fifteen years of her life. And so I mean, those are that's those are things that's kind of part of the whole I, the dilemma, I guess you could call it. What, do you, what about you, H? Yeah. I think the... It, it's companionship, not just romantic, but like in general. Mm -hmm. If you're having to do this thing alone, then it's not worth it. Like living forever. I mean, there's a lot, lots of movies where, or like shows where you're just like, okay, I'm here, but there's nobody else with me and I can't die. And mm -hmm. you know what the hell am I supposed to do here? Like you can't learn so much stuff. And then... Um, but even if you have like like in the Woody example, if Woody is just forever encased in this thing, and he's stuck with one person he doesn't like, Stinky Pete, and then Jesse, <laughs> and mm -hmm. then uh, the, 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 the horse, the dog. Um, yes, the horse. I'm just joking. 
<laughs> but like, um, why am I forgetting his name? Bullseye. Right Bullseye. Okay. Thank you, Christian. You got it. Um, but like, um, but you're separated. You don't have that interaction. You can talk to each other, but it's not the same. It's like, um, you know how they said a lot of us, you know, when during the pandemic when we were trying to communicate over mm-hmm. Zoom, it was it was nice, but it wasn't the same. Right. Like sometimes you just need to be in the same area, human connection that way. Um, and absence does make the heart grow fonder. So you would, you know, you tend to like be excited for the fact that one day we're gonna meet up. But if you realize that the one day is never going to happen, there's nothing to look forward to. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you, you keep pushing the goalposts every time. It's like, okay, man, I'm just going to make it to this this time. And then, oh, eventually, you know, we'll all get tired of each other. But if, you know, consistently you're meeting new things or you're, you're bringing new experiences, even if it's with the same people, then, you know, it's worth it. And then so eventually, you know, the decisions that we all have to make, affect everybody else in, t- in uh, around you so yeah i would go back to my friends yeah. i'd rather be owned <laughs> and tossed away like a piece of trash yeah, throw me away yes yeah, stay with me, me but then throw step me step on me andy damn andy, step on me, andy. <laughs> mark me <laughs> put your marker sharper, on my yeah. Yeah. sharpie me <laughs> sharpie uh, me andy stab me with your sharpie <laughs> Make it deep so everybody knows. Ooh, so. this is, I like this podcast. <laughs> no, I know we were. Ooh, <laughs> we were able to transform Andy and Woody's relationship. I'm, oh my God, his I name was, was Woody. He, he was always Woody, and he always got a buzz. My Woody. <laughs> yeah. He got interrupted by a buzz. <laughs> that opened up its wings. Oh sorry. man, that's my Will Arnett impression. It's good. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good. I'll, I'll give you that one. It's better than your. Uh, your um, British, uh, no, your British accent. How dare you? <laughs> oh, now I have to hear it. No, 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 no. Okay. That's that's our D and D character. Oh, I'll all for right. Off, off. Oh, oh, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just got I hit really by a got... steel chair. <laughs> um, no big deal. Nobody swinging here. So uh, another one for me, and if you guys have a, a, a one as well, that uh, please feel free. But um, Curse, I mentioned this to you, uh, a show or a movie called Equilibrium. Um, and oh, yes. I, I know you mentioned you had not watched it not before, yet. Oh, we need but to do that. you know, yeah. and you need to do it. But um, the basic idea of it, it's not going to spoil anything because it's literally the revealed at the very beginning of the movie with through a uh, through a voiceover. Um, you know, is that the, the premise of the whole movie is that um, the world has gotten to the point where you know uh, where where wars um, and fighting and crime and everything is up. You know, and in order for, um, you know, in order for the government to be able to save humanity from itself, you know, they re- they tried to figure out what the cause is, and the cause was it was emotion, um, and the and the cause was uh, you know the, the emotions, uh, uh, you know, emotions bring negativity, and uh, negativity brings mm. wars and all those things. And so what they do in the in the movie is that they, they are given, a dr- everybody in the, in the society is given a drug. Mm. And it it doesn't change their minds, but it changes, it alters their, their um, well, their equilibrium. Right, uh, so they're maintaining this. Yeah, okay. so, so instead of having highs and lows of emotion, it's just blah. Oh. You know, so here you have a society that is functioning 
that is that is um, you know is is thriving. You have a, a, a society that is successful, but the only the only drawback is that you don't have things such as art. You don't have um, you know anything you know sports or anything like that mm-hmm. because art. You know, even a painting can bring joy. And still, yeah. You know, and so, so any emotions is basically bad. So the, the moral dilemma, of course, in the, in this movie is 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 it worth you know is it worth um, taking away people's emotions and people's um, highs and lows, uh, you know, people's highs basically, mm-hmm. in order to make sure that nobody has a low. Nobody right. has, because basically in this in this show, crime pretty much has stopped. There's no, you know, there's no, um, you know, there's no poverty or anything like that. They've fixed it. The only thing that you have to sacrifice, though, is joy, right. beauty, and all those things. So the question to you is, um, we, I mean, of course, it's negative in the movie, but um, is, is the decision... But is the decision appropriate that um, you know should we abolish you know the something like that you know because in the show it, the, the the movie basically tries to they try to um, destroy the government so that they can bring back happiness again mm-hmm. so is it worth is happiness beauty joy worth it but um, knowing the fact that if you bring that back there's also going to be wars poverty crime and famine and all those things. Which, by the way, we were so happy at the beginning of this whole thing. And I bring everybody <laughs> I know, down. it's so sad. You lost me at art. If there's no art or creativity, uh, no, that's not that's not living for me. That's not a life that I want to live. But then your, your selfishness of wanting to live would mean that somebody is going to die. Yeah, so it's like, okay, do I... Sac- okay, so sacrificing myself for the greater quote-unquote good... But is it even good? Is it good? Everybody's surviving. <laughs> Every nobody's dying. That's not a life for me, though. Just surviving and not ex- and not experiencing normal cu- human <laughs> you, <laughs> human emotion. That that's not no. That's not a life to me. That's not, that's not the life that I want to. No, that's not worth it to me. So yeah, I guess I would be selfish. Ah, I don't know. Moral dilemma. H, I would be completely selfish, because as we've learned from the cleric, um, if you are completely selfish, your gun caught up will be better than everybody else's. <laughs> Who plays the cleric? Uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Oh, I th- yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. And then the evil that. cleric or bad, bad. other cleric <laughs> is uh, Thaddeus Diggs. T Diggs. That's his first name. I don't know. Ah, I hate you. I hate you. I'm calling for everything. It could be. As far as I know, it, it can't be Tay. I'm yeah. like, come on, man. <laughs> it's... Well, there's an e. well, it's like Wilhelm yeah, Smith, you know. That's true. Wilhelm <laughs> and Smith, you know. <laughs> I like how his first name is Wilhelm. <laughs> it's getting worse and worse. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. This is Wilhelm Smith. <laughs> See. <laughs> Oh, okay. So um, I'm being a donor. Any uh, uh, were you able to come up with anything 
by the way, before um, uh, before we uh, conclude our uh, episode here, were you able to think of any other moral dilemmas in, you know, I mean, you can bring up, there's a lot of, of course, that you can bring up, but uh, can you think of anything? Yeah, I actually had, I had two. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys watch Breaking Bad? A little bit, yeah. Right, so Walter White is a chemistry teacher who has a, a teenage son who has cerebral palsy and then a pregnant wife and you know he's a teacher so he's not making a lot of money sorry for the preach, teachers preach teachers, present company sorry um and he finds out he has terminal lung cancer um and he's not gonna live for much longer and it's inoperable so he he knows that it's over for him so he wants to leave his family in a good place so he decides, knowing chemistry, to manufacture and sell crystal meth with one of his former students, Jesse Pinkman. So the moral dilemma is, I mean, you're committing a crime, but you're also trying to support your family knowing that you're going to die anyway. Um, and there's a lot more I mean, like throughout the show it gets a little more intense and um but yeah you know you're gonna die right you already see your end and you know with what you're doing you won't be able to leave your family leave your family in for lack of a better term, in a good place while when you when you leave, um, and the only recourse you think you have is to sell drugs and manufacture drugs that kill your community. <laughs> Did you meet your that goals pre- today? Yeah. That was perfect timing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 that's that's why I always question like um, like Apple Watch and everything. That sometimes I'll be like. Like, I'll be working hard as much as I can. All of a sudden, I'd be, like, sitting on the couch. All of a sudden, ta-da, you've reached your goal. Like, I have. I did. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, with that that question, and, and, and again, I, I, the only thing that um, I don't like about that premise is that he, and I've never completely watched that show. I tried watching it so often. But I couldn't get into it uh, uh, too much. But uh, the the one thing I don't like about that whole thing is that he doesn't, at least at the beginning you know, when 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 I first saw it, there's really no consequence for him because he's gonna die anyway. Right. You know, if he gets caught, oh no, I'm stuck in jail for six months and I'm dead. You know, so there's no like long term like, you know, at least from the basic uh, premise of it. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, I've, I've always said that family is first, um, mm-hmm. you know, that I would do anything and everything to take care of my family uh, if I know for a fact that it's going to um, make, make them well, well off. I'd be more than willing to do it. But again, it kind of goes back to the whole moral dilemma. Are you willing to destroy a community, mm-hmm. destroy other people um, in order for you to do so? And I would like to think that uh, my answer would be, no, I, I, I wouldn't do it. But I think I would too. Yeah, but you're so good at making meth. <laughs> <laughs> like if I was the Willy Wonka of meth, 
why would I deny the world? You know, like he, I remember he was making like you know different kinds. I was like, oh, this yeah. is some, this is some crazy stuff. Uh, yeah, I I like Dennis's point where it's like there's no consequences for him, but he does. He's not really thinking about like the long term effects on everybody else. Right. Like you can, you know how they have all those movies about like drug kingpins, and it's like the people who are living with them or whatnot, they understand what situation they are in at the moment. Whereas he's trying to live this whole double life the whole time, mm-hmm. literally has family stalking him and like trying to hunt him down and has no idea that it's him. Right. Until like the very, like the what, penultimate episode? Or like a couple episodes before. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. And it's like, um, that's that's not putting family first. That's literally being me first. Because mm. if you're at least... If you're going to be a drug dealer, be open about being a drug dealer and be like, hey, I mean, if you don't like the idea, tough, I'm trying to do this for you. Let me know how you feel about it. So you put the pressure on them instead of yourself. So Ooh, I see that. ah, I see that. uh-huh. that's how I win, guys. But at the, <laughs> but at the same time, though, um, along those lines, it, it it is also thinking about himself because, again, I don't know how it ends, but if he gets caught... That means all that money that he's made will be taken away from the family that he was supposed to do anyway, and so in the end, he still they still lose the guy and still don't have the money. Yeah. And the, there's time. You you have six months of your life, let's say, and you spend most of that time making drugs. That's time. Yeah, that you can spend with yeah. your family. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I'm I, I I would like to say that I don't do it, and I just like uh, embrace my family for the last six months. But that's me because I don't know how to cook meth. <laughs> but if you did, if I did, <laughs> that's a different story. I, and 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 if in my um if in my uh, business card I can write the words the Willy Wonka of meth. Oh yeah. Then yes, I might do it. <laughs> I uh, like that term too. The Willy is that, Wonka. Is that in the show or did you just come up with I, it? I think this I think that's Harold's brain. This is me. We all know how much he loves Willy Wonka. Yeah. Anybody who is in charge of anything like, you know, mass produ- production, they're the Willy Wonka of something. So there's gotta be like a Willy Wonka of condoms. I, I like the fact that Oh he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the fact he could he, he could have gone with Ford or you know No no no. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Ford did make the uh, the assembly line. Yeah, but but Willy Wonka made it more efficient by killing people and making uh, making uh, lakes or yes. rivers made out of chocolate. Exactly. Or we or so we think. But Augustus Augustus Gloop said it was tasty. So yeah, he kept on swallowing that stuff. I mean, just... imagine a river of meth, or like an <laughs> or like an ice skating rink. Oh yeah. That every time you chip into it, it creates meth. <laughs> Wow. I lost Dennis. Sorry. It took a turn. <laughs> I, I like the fact that um, in order for us to make, make ourselves feel better, um, after each one, we, we find a way to like a joke oh, yeah. around. That's, we, that's we, the we, only we, way I make me feel better oh, about anything. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we have to joke around. Okay, Curtis, you, you said you had one more. Yeah. Um. Did you guys watch Mad Men? A little bit. No, I did not. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it then. It's fine. <laughs> you have one? I do. And I don't know how the moral dilemma works in this. The movie is called Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay. Um, so, have you, you never yes, seen? You I, have I, seen? I, I, I have watched. Okay, cool. Uh, remember no, there, that. There, there's th- things I don't watch, but 
Even I have watched. Okay, Blade okay, because most people know I've seen that yeah, like way too many times. I have to watch it for John Travolta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so mean... this, this ironically, this scene has nothing to do with John Travolta. Well, wait, I don't know if I watched it then. If there's a scene without John Travolta, yeah, there's a big part in the middle <laughs> where, well, John Travolta is in it, and then he gets in it, um, and then he's not and then he's in sitting it? on the toilet. Oh yeah, reading Modesty Blaze. Just wants to read. Just all he wanted was some pop tarts. And pooping, and then he just got kept. So, anyways, at the end of that, so the whole reason that Bruce Willis, uh, Butch Coolidge, is escaping from everybody is because he fakes uh, taking a dive and takes mm-hmm. bets on himself and wins all the money, but ends up, uh, you know, screwing over his boss, Marcellus Wallace. Mm-hmm. So, Marcellus is coming after him. Uh, Jules retires, so instead of having Jules there, Marcellus is there. And so, anyways, I don't want to go into it too much. Anyways, um, the moral dilemma of the story is when they both get caught, the two mortal enemies, Marcellus, Butch Coolidge, um, and they are being tortured and beaten, mm-hmm. and one of them has the opportunity to escape, which being Butch. Do you escape and then just run out the door? Or do you do what Butch does and come back and try to save the man who was about to kill you? Ugh. Even though he literally tried to kill you, was going to kill your whole family. Yeah. And at the moment is being, uh, you can X out the word that I'm using, but it rhymes with uh, Lamar Otomized. Um, <laughs> Lamarified. Yes, exactly. He eats a lot of candy. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he loves candy. He loves candy and then getting stuffed with it. So, like, <laughs> this is the, the moral dilemma. Yeah, of course. Uh, when you eat candy, you get stuffed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. You, you know, the only way you can escape is by punching the gimp in the face. But anyways. So, by the way, movie, no children should be watching this movie no, at all. No, no child. Hopefully anybody here who's like, oh yeah, my kid's seen it, then you're... Most likely Lewis has shown it then. Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, he watches... Well, he he wouldn't show the drug use, but... So, moral dilemma there is uh, the Butch Coolidge saved? way. What did you do? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was a bit... They hated each other. Yeah, yeah. they were... He, they one were of them was going to kill each other. They were threatening the family. Again, I wish I could say I'd be brave enough to come in and try to try to save save him, but you know, given the fact that he was a bad guy, given the fact that he was threatening, and I get to, I get to survive. That's very tempting. <laughs> very tempting. Yeah, very tempting. Ugh. Uh, this is why moral dilemmas suck. Yeah, and then also to save his life, you have to kill two other people. And by and one of them is a gimp, as you said. One yeah. is uh, no, all the gimp is already knocked out. Uh, two, it's just two guys. Yeah. Uh, and one, uh, one yeah. guy has a weird face. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, does one that of them, make it one of them is the, harder. Well, no. one is the bad guy from the mask. <laughs> yeah, he has greasy face. Yeah. Not wearing a green mask. Come on. He's also unusual suspects. He is. <laughs> Some light, light foot? No. Red foot? Something like that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I would like to think that I would be the hero and save Marcellus and then know that, you know, once we escape together, you know, the grudge might not be there anymore. Like, you could squash squash the beef. That's not what I'm trying to think. think I'd be too petty. Yeah, I'd be so scared. And even if I save it, it's going to be something where I'm going to hold it over his head 
forever. You remember that one time I saved your butt? Yeah. Even though literally being, saved your butt. Literally. Even though you were being a jackass to me. <laughs> yeah. Even though you aimed your gun at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just driving. I'm just driving, man. Yeah, just let it go. <laughs> oh, that's hard. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I'd be too scared to go back knowing that I've tasted the, you know, tasted freedom. Yeah. And you're like, I'm outside. I'm outside. Yeah. Oh, I think I, oh, God. <laughs> Look, I think, and to kind of wrap up the show, I think this th- this moral dilemma that we have is, you know, if we, if we we've been as a as a podcast, we've been th- three of us been together. Do we get rid of somebody because just because we found somebody that's better? You know, is friendship, you know, enough to uh, quantify bringing in somebody who would make the show so much better? Um, I don't think I can answer that. Uh, Lewis, we love you. Um, love you, Lewis. We, we, we kid. We miss kid. you. Harold's fingers aren't crossed or anything at this point. No, they're not inside my hoodie pocket right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man. Uh, like we said, stuff. <laughs> wow. Also, I put we now now that I've you, you guys are literally still like kind of thinking about this thing. This is a great moral question for everybody else out there. Like, how do you guys respond to this? Yeah. Like, I know we do that thing where we're like, you know, um, kind of like the ending of the Simpsons Who Done It episode. We're like, can you figure it out? <laughs> we pose the question to you. Like, all our moral questions today. What would you guys do if you were in these positions? In yeah. Particular? So, I love know. to hear it from you guys. Yeah, we'd love to hear it from you. Um, and you know, these are things where you know our our, our shows. Especially when when Chris is around, it, it usually evolves into something like unexpected, and and believe us, this is not something that we were uh, uh, we were thinking of and planning. How, I mean, it, what kind of a, a podcast can go from the worldwide domination of pod, uh, of BTS uh, to you know being being uh, Lamar Odomized? Um, <laughs> Not many. <laughs> Not many. That, that, that takes skill, guys. <laughs> that takes skill. Um, and if you ever want to listen to any other episodes such as this, you may listen to The Two Fanboys, one casual.podbean.com for content like this. And, of course, you can take a look at Facebook. Um, on Facebook, we have... Um, I don't even know what it would say, mean. You, you don't remember Lewis's line. Yeah, because that's that's his line. It's his his line is his, uh, on Facebook. You can find us uh, at Two Fanboys and a Filthy Casual, as well as a group that we have the Two Fanboys and a Filthy Casual page, where there's geeks, dorks, like-minded. I know it's like-minded geeks, oh, yeah, dorks, like-minded. and something like that. And then Harold, Harold, um, on Instagram and Twitter, you can find us at Two Fanboys One Casual, and as usual, anywhere you have your regular podcast, we're there as well. And uh, unfortunately, Cridge knows that us three dorks, not her, um, <laughs> like playing video games on Twitch. So you can look for us at twitch.tv slash casual fanboy gaming. We're using that as our name because there's three of us trying to share the account. Yeah. Um, and, you know, um, be on the lookout for episode five of the Dorkiest Timeline. It's going to be coming up pretty soon. And so Curse's mom gets to finally listen to us one Yay! more time. Yeah, she'll listen to this one, right? Because you're like... I'm hoping. I think so. We, um, we uh, cut out the middle, not the middleman, but the, the, the other guy. <laughs> the Is other he guy. the middleman? That's his nickname now? The middleman? <laughs> well, that's it for us today. Thanks for listening. This is Two oh, Fanboys yeah. and the Filthy Casual. This is Dennis. I'm Harold. And this is Kersha. Thanks again, Kersha. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Love you. Love you back.